What is it? What the fuck is that? The arsonist had oddly shaped feet. Now it's time for the two-on-one, a fantasy football podcast, the official podcast of the Super Friends League. Bad boy, good boy, good. What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Two on One Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your commish, Tommy Moe, flying solo tonight as Steven and Dominic are out saving the world this week. So I'll be bringing you all the info you need to win week 11. And let's start that off with some NFL quick hits. And to help me with this segment is Mrs. Morgan Moe herself, who has her own podcast in the works that you'll be able to catch on iTunes. Hey, Morgan, let's hear those quick hits. NFL quick hits. Thanks, Tommy. Wow, what a week week 10 was. And now that we're in double digit weeks, we inch closer and closer to the fantasy playoffs. The week started off with a bang with one hell of a Thursday night football game between the Raiders and the Chargers that ended 26-24 with three Phillip Rivers interceptions, which should have been five, and Josh Jacobs giving us another reason to vote for him as Rookie of the Year. The battle for New York went to the Jets, who shut down Saquon Barkley, allowing him to gain only one yard on 13 carries, but gave up a ton of yards and two touchdowns to the rookie Darius Slayton. But in the end... Darnold and Crowder stole the show, stealing a 34-27 victory. The Titans came away with a huge victory against the Chiefs, 35-32. It came down to a blocked field goal after a back-and-forth game with big performances by Tyreek Hill and Derrick Henry. And last but not least of them all, the Seahawks won one of the best Monday night football games this season in a thrilling overtime victory ending the 49ers' perfect season and allowing the 1972 Miami Dolphins another year to pop bottles as the only undefeated team in NFL history. Now to injury news. Devonta Freeman is dealing with a foot injury, possibly a Liz Frank issue, making Brian Hill the hot waiver wire pickup for the week. Good thing Saquads has a bye week this week because he's dealing with a possible shoulder injury that could keep him out an additional two to three weeks. Tyler Lockett suffered a calf contusion in Monday night's game and could be out a couple weeks, although early test results were better than the worst case scenario and surgery wasn't required. And one of the biggest hits to the worst position in fantasy, Austin Hooper has a possible MCL sprain and could be out two to four weeks hopefully back in time for the fantasy playoffs. Another tight end news, George Kittle is out this week, and Chris Herndon is shut down for the rest of the season. And those are your quick hits for this week. Thanks, Morgan. That was great. And now let's get into some fantasy football talk. So one thing I wanted to talk about this week is the kicker position and how so many teams and so many fantasy leagues have gotten rid of kickers, especially when fantasy analysts like Jake Seeley, the all-in kid, are touting to ban kickers in every single league. We saw in week 10 kickers having a big impact on the game, most notably the Monday Night Football game where we had a kicker coming off the the street, saving the game, and then losing it all within 10 minutes. 
So one thing I thought about that I saw on Twitter, and it made a lot of sense, is why do we have a separate position for kickers? If kickers are really part of the special teams, then why are they not included in the DST designation? I think if you did this, this will take away a lot of the issues with having having to start a kicker, having the kicker make such an impact on the game, on the fantasy game, and possibly get your DST more points. So since it's all the same anyway, why not roll kickers into DST? Like I said, I forgot who I saw tweeted that, but I thought that was a great, great tweet, great idea, something that all leagues should probably consider, and it'd definitely be a way to switch things up in the fantasy world. So with that, let's get on to our studs and duds of Week 10. Hey, stud. We already mentioned him earlier, but Darius Slayton had the best game of his career, getting 10 receptions off of 14 targets for 121 yards and two receiving touchdowns, 34 points in PPR for leagues. This kid is something special, and you know if you don't already have him in Dynasty Leagues, which you most likely do, definitely want to consider rostering him in redraft moving forward. Derrick Henry also had a huge day, rushing 23 times for 188 yards and two touchdowns, adding an additional two receptions for three yards, but a total of 32 fantasy points in PPR formats. Derrick Henry's been up and down all year, and as we get closer to December, I think he's really going to start getting hot. As the last two Decembers, he's blown up, as we saw at the end of the season last year. And an unlikely stud from last week was Jarvis Landry going up against the Buffalo Bills. He had nine receptions off of 10 targets, just missing 100 yards, and 97 yards receiving with one touchdown, tying his season-high production of the year with 24 PPR points. Jarvis definitely had a day, and with how bad the Browns have looked lately, it was nice to see him produce. Now onto the flip side with some duds. <laughs> you got the dud! Marlon Mack had a juicy matchup going into this week going against Miami. He did rush for 19 times for 74 yards, but had no touchdowns and only one reception for 8 yards, totaling, totaling 8 fantasy PPR points. Definitely expecting a lot more from Marlon Mack that week. Another dud from last week was Devin Singletary. Going up against Cleveland's defense with Chasm and Stellar, but he rushed eight times for 42 yards, adding three receptions off of seven targets and eight yards. No touchdowns, rushing or receiving. A bit of a letdown for Devin coming off his great week nine against Washington, but he has another great bounce back week potential this week against Miami if he can do a little bit more than what Marlon Mack did last week. And I think the biggest stud of the week has been one of the best players in the league this year. That's Cooper Cup. Putting up a goose egg against Pittsburgh Getting four targets, but zero catches, zero yards, zero touchdowns. Terrible day for Cooper Cup, a guy that's been so hot this year, so consistent on that Rams offense, especially with Brandon Cooks out and Robert Woods having to pick up the load. Even Josh Reynolds is getting some love. But Cooper Cup's supposed to be the guy, so for, to see him do that was, been pretty, was pretty disappointing. And I know he definitely lost a few teams their Week 10 matchup. So before we move on to Week 11, let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsor. So now let's get into some starts for week 11. My start of the week this week is a guy that's been steadily improving fantasy wise and a little bit under the radar. And that's DJ Moore. Free nuggets. He has a great matchup this week against Atlanta who gives up the six most points to the wide receivers 
and he's really starting to gel with Kyle Allen as they are definitely moving on from Cam Newton now. And I don't know if they'll keep Kyle Allen, but he definitely has a shot at the job for next year and is doing pretty good this year. Everyone's favorite rookie this year, the F1, Terry McLaurin. Free nuggets. Has definitely had a couple up and down weeks lately as they try to figure out who is going to be the quarterback in Washington moving forward. They just named Dwayne Haskins the, the starter for the rest of the year. And the games that they've played together, it hasn't been great. But the F1 does have a great matchup this week against the Jets, who give the second most points to wide receivers. And with the quarterback position secured, even though that rapport hasn't been there so far this year, I think it's a great week to fire up Terry and look out for him for the rest of the year as he has a pretty sweet rest of season schedule. And with them playing from behind and Dwayne having to throw the ball, I think Terry's going to eat and you can start up the F1 right now. So now let's talk about sits of the week. Sit down. Sit down. Devontae Parker has been one guy that's been sneakily getting a decent amount of points, double-digit points, especially in PPR leagues, for the last six weeks. And so if you're like me in a couple of dynasty leagues, you're having to play Devontae due to some injuries and also because his production has been pretty nice. But this week he goes up against Buffalo, who give the 26th least amount of points to wide receivers. So if any, if there's any week to sit Devontae, especially if you've had to start him, I will consider sitting him this week for someone else. Free nuggets. David Montgomery goes from one of our starts of the week last week to a sit of the week this week. He didn't do much against Detroit, which was a pretty nice matchup for him. And this week he goes up against the Rams, who give the 23rd least amount of points to running backs. And it's in LA. And again, if you're going to have to, if you've had to start him, it's great that you've tried to start him all year. He's had a couple good games. But I don't project him having a good one this week. Although, after this week, his rest of the season schedule is pretty nice. Free nuggets. Lastly, for sits of the week is Ronald Jones. He's another guy that's been a little bit under the radar as far as getting some points when you don't think he's really going to be getting them. Had a nice week last week against Arizona. But this week goes up against New Orleans. The 29th team giving up points to the running back position. New Orleans has been great against the run, and I would not be playing Ronald Jones this week. Again, especially in Dynasty Leagues, when you've had to play him due to some injuries, or you just were really high on Rojo, now's the week to sit him. Free nuggets. So let's go to streamers. Some nice DFS plays or guys that you want to plug in just for this week beginning a lot of questions between Carolina and Oakland's defense. And while I will go Carolina because the better matchup, Oakland is a nice play this week going up against Cincinnati. And they've been red hot lately, not allowing a ton of points and getting a lot of turnovers. But Cincinnati also gives up the fourth most points for a defense. So looking like a nice week to play the Raiders if there's any week you're going to start them. Defenses all around are pretty cheap on DraftKings but you can get the Raiders defense for 3300 bucks right now. Free nuggets. Another nice streamer this week is Raheem Mostert. With Matt Breda out, Mostert should take the role as the 1B to Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman will definitely get most of the carries, but Mostert has shown that he's good to get in the red zone, 
at the goal line. And he definitely has the skills to get a few carries. He's only owned in 9% of Yahoo leagues. So you can definitely pick him up this week for pretty cheap. And he's most likely still available on most people's waiver wires. And right now on DraftKings, he's only going for $3,400. Super cheap play this week. Definitely a guy you might want to put in there your flex. As he might do something really nice against Arizona. Free nuggets. And lastly is Debo Samuel. I can't believe he's only owned in 29% of Yahoo leagues. This kid's starting to come along. Has a great matchup this week against Arizona. And put up a ton of points last week. Eclipsing 100 yards. And I think he can continue that production moving forward. Free nuggets. So even though we talked about some guys that are still available on waiver wires, let's talk about some more waiver scraps that are out there. These are guys that definitely weren't the hot ticket. They're not Brian Hill. These guys definitely weren't picked up in your waiver on your waiver Tuesday ads, but they're still out there if you want to go get them. Add me, add me. Would you like to add me as a friend? One guy is Cole Beasley. We keep talking about Cole Beasley. He had a nice week last week. As far as yardage, four receptions off of six targets for 74 yards. He's putting double-digit points the majority of the weeks. He's only missed three times this year. Has a nice matchup this week against Miami. I think Josh Allen will bounce back a little bit more than he did last week. And so he's out there. And if you need a receiver, go get him. Free nuggets. Another one is Hunter Renfro. He's just been making some quiet noise out there. I know that's an oxymoron. But the kid is good. His fantasy production is a little bit unpredictable. But as he continues throughout the season, as their schedule, as the Raiders' schedule gets a little bit easier the rest of the season, you might want to pick up Hunter Renfro if you're looking for a guy to plug in your flex. Nice plug-and-play start against a good matchup. Free nuggets. And last, if you have the bench spot for him, a guy that I was super high on and just been super disappointed with the amount of injuries that he's had, but if you can afford to keep him on your roster, the next four weeks are looking real nice for his schedule, especially week 16 against the Giants, and that's Darius Geis. Free nuggets. And we have no idea how he's going to come back from his second, third injury of the year. But the guy still got the goods. He just needs the opportunity, and he just needs to stay healthy. And so even when they bring him back, he'll be splitting time with Adrian Peterson, but he still has the talent to get the starting job. And so, again, if you have the roster spot for him, I consider a stash of Darius Geis because he might be a league winner for you. So with that, let's get into some Super Friends League talk. The Super Friends League. All right, so we're getting towards the end of the season for the Super Friends League for most fantasy leagues out there. And our top five just keeps moving up and down and all around. There's still a lot of opportunity, a lot of parity out there for anyone to take the top two spots. So we're going to start this week with our first matchup, and that's Arm Rodri versus I Said Watson. Arm Rodri's at 3-7, and seven, sitting in ninth place. He has Tom Brady, Marvin Jones, Westbrook, Kamara, Rojo, Everett, and Fuller. I Said Watson's at 5-5, five and five, sitting in fifth place with Deshaun Watson, Kenny Galladay, Sutton and Gurley and Hunt, Zach Ertz and McLaurin. And so looking at their both their matchups, Arm Rodri definitely has definitely has some good potential to put up some numbers. 
He's got a couple holes in his roster with Rojo and Everett and even Will Fuller not looking, not feeling too confident about Fuller this week. But I do like what Kamara and Westbrook can do and even Brady coming back from the bye week. But I said Watson has Deshaun Watson, Kenny G against Dallas. If Matt Stafford was there, I feel a lot better about that. Still rolling with Gurley and he's hoping Hunt gets in the mix this week. Even if Hunt does, I'm not sure he's going to do much. And he's starting the F1, which is great, but he's also starting at Zach Ertz, who has a tough matchup against the New England Patriots. So looking at both matchups, I might have to go with Arm Rodgery this week, especially because his team has been putting up a decent amount of points the last few weeks. And he kind of needs a win to get out of the last place, but I think he can do it if Kamara has a big week against Tampa Bay, as well as, like I said, Brady coming back. So I'm going to go with Arm Rodgery on this one. All right, second matchup we have is the Godfather versus Dumpster Baby. Godfather seen at 5 and 5 also in 7th place. Dumpster Baby's also at 5 and 5 in 6th place. Wow, I didn't realize how 5 through uh, 9 are pretty close. So Godfather's rolling with Derek Carr this week. Great great pickup. Keenan Allen versus Kansas City, John Brown, Melvin Gordon, Tevin Coleman, Ebron and Gallup. We got Dumpster Baby with Prescott Diggs, Edelman, Eckler, and Bell. Rolling with Kyle Rudolph and Sammy Watkins. And so I like the meat of Dumpster Baby's team a little bit more. But overall, I like what Godfather's working with. I think his tight end's a little bit better, as well as, as, well as his flex. And Melvin Gordon's been coming along lately. He has a nice Monday night matchup against Kansas City, a division rival. So I think that's going to be a pretty good game. Keenan Allen's been all over the board, but again, on Monday Night Football, I think he's going to ball out. So I'm going to go with Godfather in this one. Our third matchup is Mexicans versus the Expendables. So Mexicans is at 6-4 and four in third place. Expendables is at 4-6 and six in eighth place. Mexicans has Jameis Winston, Michael Thomas, Cooper Cup, Dar- uh, Dalvin Cook, Jalen Samuels, Darren Waller, and Godwin. Great receiving core for Mexicans. On the expendable side, we have Patrick Mahomes, Julio Jones, Tyler Boyd, Nick Chubb, Montgomery, Olsen, and Thielen. Thielen still hasn't reported back, uh, you know, that he, he's going to be playing this week. So he's still up in the air. David Montgomery is one of my sits of the week, so I don't like that. And, and Chubb and Boyd have been a little, little bit inconsistent. They definitely got a lot of potential there, but I haven't liked what they've been putting up throughout the season. And I think uh, going back to Mexican side, I think Cooper Cup has a nice bounce back week. That was terrible what happened last week. Even though they are playing Chicago, I do think uh, Cooper Cup's going to eat. I think he his style of play is going to work against that defense. And Michael Thomas and Godwin are going to continue to do their thing. You know, I think the main wild card here is Jameis Winston. It's a little bit up and down with what's going to happen, and you know, it's a little bit up and down with what's going to how he's going to perform this week. New Orleans is uh, gives up the 13th most fancy points to the quarterback position. So I think we'll have an okay week. And, you know, again, with Darren Waller there against Cincinnati, I think that's a great matchup. So I'm going Mexicans in this win. In our fourth matchup, we have Noble Savages against Stand Up Colin, which is really interesting, too, because Colin Kaepernick might be getting to work out. Well, he is getting to work out this Saturday, and we'll see if he ends up back on the team. So he can continue to take a knee if he wants to or do whatever he wants. But I hope. If the guy still has the goods that he gets on the team. But back to the matchup, Noble Savages 
is six and four in fourth place. And stand up Colin is seven and three in second place. Having a great rise up to second place this year. On Noble Savage's team, he has Lamar Jackson, DJ Moore, Allen Robinson, Zeke, Mark Ingram, Kelsey, and Fournette. Great running back core there. And some wide receivers that are kind of boomer bust, but I like DJ Moore this week as he was one of my starts of the week. Lamar Jackson's been absolutely killing it. His run game is awesome. And he's doing what he needs to do in the air. By the way, he's he's getting wins, and they just beat the Patriots. So, And on stand-up call inside, he has Josh Allen, Amari Cooper, D-Hop, Marlon Mack, Breda. I hope he <laughs> free nugget out to stand-up calling, but uh, you know Matt Breda looks like he's going to be out this week, so definitely want to switch that up. Free nuggets. Hunter Henry, who's been coming back in nice weeks, and Curtis Samuel as well. So stand-up calling definitely has a nice team. Pretty solid. Definitely some boomer bust players. As Marlon Mack has been a little bit all over the board. If he gets that that RB2 figured out, he might be okay. But I'm still going to go with Noble Savages on this one. Mostly because his running back position is is ridiculous. you know, And he's riding Lamar Jackson's back. And I think that's going to take him to the win. So Noble Savages in the win on this one. And our last matchup for the Super Friends League is Christian Minglers versus Dumpster Fire. Christian Minglers is sitting at 7-3 and three and in first place currently. Coming off a six-game winning streak that took him from ninth place all the way to first place. And John with Dumpster Fire, 2-8 and eight in 10th place. Ho- hoping his Dumpster Fire gets put out and he can do something this week. But, you know, Christian Minglers' team has Matt Ryan is the, is the one questionable. But Tyreek Hill, Mike Evans, Josh Jacobs... Christian McCaffrey, and luckily didn't trade away Mark Andrews as he's filling in for Austin Hooper. The flex is still a little bit undecided if it's going to be Devin Singletary, Jameson Crowder, or even Hollywood Brown. But on Dumpster Fire side, he has Jimmy G, Juju Smith-Schuster, which, man, Juju, we've just been a tough year for this guy, and he's a great athlete. He just hasn't really produced fantasy-wise. Has an interesting matchup this week against Cleveland, who gives up the 12th fewest fantasy points. And it's a Thursday night game, so real curious to see how that one's going to go. Calvin Ridley, Joe Mixon, Jared Cook, and Robert Woods. Currently known at his RB2 position. Devontae Freeman was out, so he does have some other options there. And if he decides to roll with David Johnson, who hasn't been great lately, (laughs) and also has a tough matchup against San Francisco, so... Yeah, real curious to see who he's going to put in, but I'm definitely liking my team a lot more this week. So I'm going with Christian Minglers for the win. And that does it for Super Friends League Talk. You know, I know that was a lot quicker episode, faster than uh, we've done in the past. I mean, that's kind of what you get when it's just me (laughs) on the horn talking to you guys. Uh, But we plan to have our our full two-on-one crew back next week with Steven and Dominic and bringing you all loads of free nuggets and our uh, our advice from three different guys because that's what the two-on-one's about. It's not just one talking head. We get you all three. So, you know, make sure before you log off that you go and rate and review the podcast on whatever app you're listening to the show on. And remember, you can always hit us up at the pod's Twitter handle, at 2on1FFBpodcast, for all your waiver wire, trades, and start-and-stick questions. And you can find each of us on Twitter, 
I'm at TMO52 underscore. Steve's at FB Savant7075. And Dominic's at Mode 24 Thanks for listening. Thanks for stopping by. Here's to week 11. Go get them. Thank you.